Pir Hiroth between Migdol and the sea over against Baal Zephon. Before it shall before it shall ye encamp by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land, or they are confused, they are bewildered in the land, and the wilderness hath shut them in. Skipping to verse number six. And he made ready his chariots, talking about Pharaoh, and took his people with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots. Amen. These were not uh, chariots that were in reserve. These were not the backup chariots. These were the chosen, the best chariots, the best uh, form of military uh, uh, equipment that the world had to offer at the time. And captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with a high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh. And his horsemen and his army. And overtook them by encamping by the sea beside Pihahiroth before Baal Zephon. Skipping again to verse number 13 for the sake of time. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. Amen. Say that no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. Or you shall stop complaining. Amen. You're going to see what God is going to do. Amen. In this place. And I tell you today. You're going to see what God will do in this place today. In this service. Skipping again to verse number 20. For the sake of time. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians. And the camp of Israel. Talking about the pillar of cloud. And it was a cloud and darkness to them. To the Egyptians. But it gave light by night to these or the people of God. So that the one came not near the other all the night. There was distance. There was separation. And we can talk even about separation again. How God wants to separate his people from this world. Amen. We talked about that in length earlier. Verse 21. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back. By a strong east wind all that night. And made the sea dry land and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground. And the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. Amen. Why don't you set your Bibles down and let us pray one more time. And we're not going to be much longer today. Amen. But let us pray. God, we pray again. We prayed a lot this morning, God. But we're praying one more time that you would anoint every heart, anoint my lips of clay, anoint my vocal cords, my throat, my tonsils. God, every part of me that speaks in my heart, put your word in my heart and put it on my lips today, God. I pray that the Holy Ghost would fall in this place today and that you, oh God, would receive glory would receive honor today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. If you'll preach with me, amen. Why don't you put your hands together and clap uproariously before the Lord and lift up your voices and make His name glorious. Worship Him.
Hallelujah. You can be seated for a few moments today. Verse 23, I'm going to continue to read, amen, to give you the story of what took place in this particular juncture in the history of the Hebrew people. Verse 23 says, And the Egyptians pursued, and they they didn't stop when they saw the miracles that God did. When the world and Pharaoh and all of his army saw the miracles that God was doing for the Hebrew people, and how that God had divided the Red Sea, amen, the world didn't stop there. Amen. And the, the, the people of God have got to realize that I've got to keep going forward. I cannot stop and encamp right where the miracle happens. But I've got to take that, amen, and put it in my backpack, take it with me, and let it be something that I, it goes with me. But make no mistake about it, I'm going to keep moving forward in God. Somebody say praise the Lord. Amen. The Egyptians saw the miracle. They went in after them. Even all of Pharaoh's horses and his chariots and his horsemen. Amen. The chariots of Egypt, amen, were that feared weapon of choice in that particular day and age. Amen. If you had the chariots and much less the chosen chariots of Egypt, amen, you were a force to be reckoned with. And Egypt was a world power at this time. And Pharaoh was the mightiest man on the face of the earth. Amen. Except there was a people of God. Amen. That they had a revelation. Amen. They had a revelation that we've got a leader by the name of Moses. And it will follow our leader. Amen. When it looks difficult. Amen. God will help me to get where I am. To where I need to be. Somebody say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the people of God, they went through the Red Sea on the dry land. Amen. And Pharaoh, amen, the Bible says that the, there was a pillar of cloud that began to hold back the forces of evil. It began to hold back the Egyptian army. Can I tell you that God has his hand upon this group of people today? God's got his hand upon this church, upon abundant life centered upon every single family in this place. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, the devil cannot touch what God has anointed. The devil can't sit here what God has anointed and what God has chosen. And I'm standing in this place today to tell you, as the people of God, it will follow the man of God, the anointing that God's put over this church. There is nothing, there is nothing, there is nothing that we cannot accomplish. Come on, put your hands together and clap unto the Lord. There's an angelic host of heaven 
that's moving, that's working on your behalf. Come on, praise Him. Come on, praise Him. Worship Him. Hallelujah. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by Him. Hallelujah. I just got to believe, folks, that Moses could see in the spiritual. I just got to believe that Moses saw something that let him know, Sister Gina, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. And I'm going to tell you, I believe Moses looked out and he saw that pillar of cloud. And as long as he saw, amen, the presence of God, as long as he looked out and he said, there is the Lord. Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be alright. Because I'm looking out and I see God. I see His hand. I see the pillar. Some of you've got to get back into prayer. Get back to fasting. Get back to getting in the presence of God. Oh, 
Moses knew because God told him where to go. God said, get you to make no Pihahirah because I'm going to convince Pharaoh you're confused. I'm going to convince Pharaoh you don't know what you're doing. Therefore, Pharaoh, you'll go after them. They're yours for the taking. But it's a trap that God has set against the enemy of this church. Because even when it looks like you're down for the count, it's the 12th round, and you're on the ground. I want Pharaoh to think it's I want Pharaoh to think it's a twelfth round, and I got him where I want him. And now I'm going to deliver a crushing blow to their lives. But as Pharaoh steps into that trap that God has laid for him, God brings about miracles. The people that was following Moses faced the temptation. That every church, every congregation will face. It's the temptation to complain because you don't understand. Moses, I, I don't understand. Why are you doing this? That's not how I learned it in Egypt. And so they complain. And they said, there wasn't enough graves in Egypt, Pharaoh, or Moses, to you want to bring us here to die? And they complained. And they said, you know what you're doing. I lost it. You don't have the touch of God in your life. And God spoke to Moses. And said, Moses, I want you to speak to that. That sea. That impossibility that's in front of the church. I want you to put your rod out over that sea. And I'm going to perform a miracle. I'm going to add to this church. I'm going to fix the situations that you couldn't fix, Moses. Moses, all you got to do is do what I tell you. People of God, all you got to do is follow the man of God. Well, you don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. And you think you know better. The people of God had to follow the man that God put in their lives. And as they followed Moses, and they said, man, this is stupid, Moses. You seriously... You're walking down to the Red Sea. Now you're really lost. What are you doing? Come on. You studied in Egypt for all those years and you still don't know how to talk to Pharaoh. Just go reason with him. Talk to them. Be the, be the politician. Be the orator. Speak on our behalf. But Moses was receiving direction from the Lord. And the Lord said, Moses, you're going to go here. And they're not going to understand what's happening. But it's in that moment as they follow you into that trap that I'm going to, I'm going to magnify my name. I'm going to get vengeance on the people. I'm going to fight for my people. And all that they've got to do is stand still and see what I'm going to do. Stop trying to get up and run. Stop trying to complain. Stop trying to be filled with all sorts of division and just follow the man of God and God will lead his people to the promised land. God is going to get his vengeance upon this world and God is going, amen, to take his people somewhere today. 
Come on, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I am surrounded, amen, by Him. It may look like I'm surrounded. It may look like I'm between a rock and a hard place. But what I am, where I'm at, is I'm right up against a miracle. I'm right up against a miracle. I'm right where God wants me to be. And if I step forward, if I follow my man of God, I'll step into promise. I'll step I'll step into victory. Oh, I want to step in and be blessed. I want to step in and be blessed. Oh, yes, let's worship Him. I worship the Lord. I worship the Lord. Hallelujah, I'm not going to tap out. Amen. Where God's going to take me through. But I'm going to make sure that I can go forward. I can go forward. I can go forward. Hallelujah. 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 It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by Him. Come on, put your hands together and worship Him. Yes. 
she goes to the furthest end of Lathrop and I see all the construction brother Robert where they were building homes it's like a blue town amen and God revealed as this city grows my church is going to grow amen they're coming they're coming they're coming they're coming they're coming It's not just coming. Revival's here in the house of God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is not where God intended this church to live. Where you are today. It's not where God intended you to stay all of your life in the same state, amen, in immaturity, in the same, amen, cycle over and over again. But God intended, amen, you to experience what you're experiencing so you would take it with you and move forward and help somebody else and say, I too stood between the Red Sea and the mountain and I stood between Pharaoh's army and I was in a hard situation and God I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by him. Oh, yes. Verse 14, the Lord will fight for you. You shall hold your peace. I looked up, what does that mean, hold your peace? In my mind, I thought it just meant bite your tongue. Close your mouth. Stop talking. It actually means stop complaining. Don't complain. The Lord's going to fight for this church. Hebrew people, when you're in a situation, it doesn't make sense. You know, you begin to think back. You know, life was really good back in Egypt, Sister Elena. I knew how many crumbs I'd get each day. I knew how many stripes on my back I'd get every day. I could predict how many bricks I'd have to carry. I could predict how many times a person would break their back in the course of life, throw their back out. I loved it. No, no you didn't. And now they're stepping out into an unknown territory. And God's put Moses over their life. Moses had been away off in some wilderness. They may have thought, well, Moses, you forgot what it was like doing what we're doing. Moses, maybe you forgot when you were out there in the wilderness what it was like in Egypt. I know you've been gone 40 years, Moses. It's, things have gotten worse. You don't understand, Moses, what we're going through. You don't understand, Moses, my back still hurts. You don't understand, Moses, I still got calluses on my hands. You don't understand, Moses, I, I got all these situations. And you know what? Follow the man of God. 
Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The Lord will fight for you and you'll hold your peace. Pharaoh pulled together his best chariots, his choice men. The devil will give you his best shot. He'll give you his best shot to knock you off course. I got the best chariots in all the world. I'm throwing everything I've got at the people of God. If there's ever a time to knock him off course, it's before they get out of Egypt and they can never return and they cross the Red Sea and they get to the promised land. Pharaoh, this is your last chance. Give it your best shot. And I'm going to tell this church what the devil is doing for some people in this church is he's giving you his best shot. He's giving his best shot. And he's saying, you know what? Just, just forget it. Moses is, doesn't know what he's doing. The man of God, he's unlearned. He don't know what's going on. Amen. And the devil throws his best shot to cause you to lose faith and to not follow God. And the best that the devil has is coming against you. And you've got to realize when hell comes against me and throws me a curveball, all I've got to do is stand still on the promises of God and lay hold to what God spoke to me and follow my man of God. And God will have his way. And God will take care of the problems. God will take care of Egypt if I follow the man that God has put in my life. Oh, yes. And so Pharaoh brought out his best chariots. He brought out his best horsemen. He brought out the finest that this world has to offer, Bishop. He brought all that he had. He said, get out and just go against the people of God. I want the best. I want the, the strongest spin to throw the three Hebrews in the fiery furnace. I want my trained warriors, amen, to get out there and grab Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego by the hand and throw them in the fire. And the devil throws his best shot, amen, because that's his last shot that he gets, amen, before God, amen, wants a miracle for his people. Come on. It was after, it was after, it was after Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got thrown the fire. Amen. That the city, the nation, the country had a revival of who God was. It was, amen, after the people of God followed Moses into the Red Sea. Amen. That their past stayed their past. Hallelujah. And this final thing I want to say today, amen, this story of Moses leading the people of God through the Red Sea, amen, Corday, amen, it led them through the Red Sea. God did it. God said, Sean, hey, that thing that seems impossible. That you thought there was no way to I can make it happen. I can do it. You trust me. You follow the man of God. You believe that God has the power. 
And the people of God followed Moses through the water, through the Red Sea, on dry ground. The scripture lets us to know in the New Testament that that was a, a type and a shadow of baptism. It was a shadow of baptism. When all of your past now it comes against you and says, hey, what about this and that you did and this you did and that thing you said over there and this person and that person. And the devil re- begins to remind you of all the past and all the things and you dirty, rotten scoundrel, you, you scum. Amen. Uh, you're not worth anything. You're no good. How dare you think you can experience the fullness of God with all the things you've done and your past is so vile. And the devil whispers and lies and cheats and yeah. hates on you and hates on you yeah. and hates on you. Right. But as they say in the world, haters going to hate. But I'm going to go forward, and I'm going to see what God will do in my life. And so the people, they walk through the Red Sea. They walk into the water. Amen. And the Bible says when they got through the waters, and they looked back, they saw that the world and the past that came in behind them, and they got in the water with them. But when they came out the water, amen, and they looked back, and Moses put his rod over the Red Sea again, and he began to preach, he began to prophesy, he began to speak to the waters, speak to the wind, amen, it's time wind, east wind that you blow, and then it caused the waters to come back together. The Bible says, amen, I missed a point, amen, that also those cho- those chosen chariots, the best chariots, amen, the ones, amen, that uh, Pharaoh pulled together, the wheels began to come off. The wheels began to come off. If they used lug nuts, the lug nuts popped off. The hubcaps went off. But it was just a rim on those four little screws. And finally, the angel came down, bear with me in my folly, slapped that thing by the side of its chariot, and the other one wheel popped off, the other wheels popped off, and everything began falling apart. And the plan of the devil fell apart. When they followed him, and listened, and they stepped out of faith. God will wreck the plans of hell against your family, against your life. God will wreck the plans of hell. And you say, the devil's coming against me, Pastor. The devil's really whispering things in my mind. The devil's really lying to me. I'm going to tell you, just follow the man of God. And just, amen, trust in God. Stand still. Watch what God will do. Because God will reveal to you that he's in charge. He's in control. And hell ain't in charge of nothing. Hell ain't in charge of nothing. Pharaoh's not in charge. Pharaoh's not in charge. God's in charge. Come on, look at your neighbor and tell him Pharaoh is not in charge. Come on, tell your neighbor Pharaoh's not in charge. God's in charge. God's in charge. God's in charge. Hallelujah. Stand with me today. Oh, let's worship him. Let's stand all across this house. Amen. Let's lift up our hands and let's worship the King of Kings. Come on, would you lift your voice? Come on, would you lift your voice? Come on.
Come on, would you lift your voice? Come on, there's victory. There's victory in the water. There's victory in obedience. Come on, there's victory waiting for somebody in this place right now. Come on, if you say, you know what, Pastor? I'm going to follow. You know what, Pastor? Just preach, just preach. Amen. I want you to get up from where you are. And I want you to come down to an altar. And I want us to join together at an altar and lift up your hands. Come on, would you come today? Would you come today? Come on, lift up your voice. Don't stop praying today. Don't stop praying today. Come on, don't stop praying today. Come on, we're going to shout. We're going to worship. We're going to let this, let our praises out. Come on, let me somebody to step outside of your comfort zone. Come on, would you step, would you step out and be blessed. Get out from the, in front of Pharaoh and get as far away from Pharaoh as you can. Get in the water, honey. Get baptized. Get the water. Get baptized. Come on. Come on. Let's turn up the level. Come on. Let's turn up the level a little bit more. I need some radical Holy Ghost filled children of God to lift up their voices. Come on. You might have to dance loose of everything the devil's put around your neck. You might have to dance free of it today. Come on, come on, there's more. Come on, there's more, there's more, there's more. There's more that God wants to do. Come on, I challenge somebody to worship Him in liberty, in truth, in spirit. Come on, yes. Would you lift up your voice? Would you lift up your voice? God, I love you. I'm standing still, and I'm watching, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, I know you're going to fight for me. I know you're going to.
right now it's two for twenty. No, no, we just went a few a couple days ago. I think. Wow. I forgot where you have. Oh, oh my gosh. 